I worked my butt off in 2011 and made $11,000 by the time it was said and done. Melanie Atkinson, Realtor with Smith & Associates in Tampa Bay, Florida. I got started in real estate in 2005. The real estate market in Tampa was on fire and I had a neighbor who was had a very busy real estate career and she needed help and it seemed like a really great career move for me. Um, so I started actually as her assistant slash contract coordinator. Um, and what I would do for her is pretty much all of the behind the scenes things that real estate agents do for themselves mostly. And at that time, not a lot of people had contract coordinators, but it freed her up to do the actual in-person things, showing houses, going to listing appointments and things like that. I was managing the transaction um, from the office. So that was how I got started. I did that for two years, 2005 to 2007. And you really learn a lot about the business whenever you're doing the guts of the business. If someone wants to be a real estate agent, I can't imagine a better start. To me, it was like an internship and, and how to learn the business. I, I never thought of it as my final career move. I always thought about it as how to learn the business first before I actually go out there and try to handle transactions on my own. These are really important transactions to people. You really want and should know what you're doing whenever you start day one. So I used those two years to learn the business. And then when I got my license in 2007, I was very confident that I was able to manage those transactions. So for people that are getting their license now, I know it's not necessarily realistic to say everyone should do an internship for two years prior to going out and selling. I know that's not what most people want to do. But if you're not going to do that and you do want to sell on your own, please make sure that you have a mentor or a broker that's there to help you every step of the way. And don't be afraid to ask questions. You need to make sure you're doing it correctly for the sake of your clients. Well, I went from being a contract coordinator to being a real estate agent pretty much on the day that the market collapsed. So September 2007 is when I got my real estate license. If you look back, that was pretty much when everything started going downhill here in Florida. Um, so it was an interesting transition. I had not only the fact that I was new in the business, but the fact that there wasn't a lot of business to go around to overcome. I think real estate agents always need to be aware of the fact that there might be a downturn in the market. As a real estate agent, you have to be very smart with your financial planning. You need to save a decent amount of money in case there are those hiccups. Um, no salary is guaranteed as a real estate agent. You are 100% commission, which is the greatest thing about the business, but also the worst thing about the business. So a lot of what I see is, you know, how to make $100,000 your first year. I think it's amazing if you can do that and you're in a market that you can do that and you have the support around you to successfully make that much money your first year in real estate. But for most people, that's not the reality. Um, and I would like people to go into the industry knowing that and having realistic expectations. You can absolutely have a successful career in real estate, but to say it starts on day one is very difficult. So if you set your expectations correctly and you 
make a promise to yourself that you're going to work hard and stay educated and know your market, then you're absolutely going to be successful in real estate. But it is hard to keep that up while you're not making very much money in the beginning. So 2007 to 2011, I mean, everyone was scraping for business. Um, the, the good thing about the downturn is that the competition between real estate agents was a lot less. There just weren't as many. A lot of them left the business and went to something else, very understandably. My strategy during that time was really to um, contact and keep in touch with my close friends, neighbors, family, anybody that could attest to my character and my my willingness to work hard for them was really my bread and butter during that time um, and honestly still is your your network is your best contacts for real estate so yeah i mean i survived that market by really really relying on on those people and those clients who who i am eternally grateful my worst year in real estate, and I'll never forget it because it wasn't my first year. Um, so I started in 2007. My worst year in real estate was 2011, which was an absolutely terrible year for home sales in Florida, or at least the price of home sales in Florida. I worked my butt off in 2011 and made $11,000 by the time it was said and done. I think I probably made 25 cents an hour if I were to actually break it down. There were transactions that would take months and months and months and then they would get rejected. So yeah, in 2011, everything was a struggle. Nothing was easy. Transactions were difficult. Buyers didn't necessarily know if it was the bottom of the market. It had been going down for a couple years, but buyers were still thinking, well, maybe it'll go down more. So buyers weren't pulling the trigger. Sellers couldn't sell their house because none of them had enough equity in it anymore because the prices had been dragged down so much. So most of what we did were short sales and foreclosures. Well, short sales could take months. I mean, we dealt with some for nine, 12 months, and then in the end, they wouldn't get approved. So you, it wasn't that you weren't working in 2011. You were probably working harder than you do in other years, but nothing was paying out. So as much as that year was difficult financially, I learned so much during that time that I could never, ever begin to quantify the amount of learning experience that I got. And I'm grateful for it now in retrospect. It was definitely difficult at the time, though. One big takeaway from 2011 is just to be grateful when the market is actually going well. Um, you can never take that for granted. Anybody can be a realtor. The, the cost of entering the field is very low, but not everybody can be a good realtor. So it's a matter of how you want to be perceived. Do you want to do this as a career? And if you do, then you can absolutely be successful at it, but you have to work at it. People aren't just going to give you their million dollar listings if you're not a capable realtor. You have to stay educated. You have to ask questions when you need to, and you have to create a trust with buyers and sellers um, that really allows you to grow in your business. 
I see real estate agents, I see different types of real estate agents. And I think, you know, just like people in general, certain people work better with certain types of real estate agents. I am not a pushy salesperson. I believe in letting people have the time that they need to, to find the right place. Um, and that creates a trust with my clients. Are there other people that think that you should be more salesy? Absolutely, and they do a great job. Um, different real estate agents work better with different types of clients. So if you if you have a client that doesn't want to be pushed into anything, then if you push them, then they're not going to trust you. So you know, I, I don't necessarily think there's one way to be a successful real estate agent. I think you have to be true to who you are and that will make you a successful person in whatever career you choose. Well, I think the general population thinks that being a realtor is an easy way to make money. And I'll be completely honest, there are some transactions that are very easy, but a lot of times when they get easy, it's because you already have the knowledge to make that transaction easy. That comes from years and years of knowing how to do things right to make them easy. But from your client's perspective, they look at it and think, wow, that was really easy for her. Well, if I'm really good at my job, shouldn't it be easy? So when I started in 2007, teams were not really all that popular. Nowadays, you see a lot of real estate teams. I was actually part of a team for many years and I loved it. Um, it's a great way for new agents to get uh, referrals and leads. Um, they can work the listings that the team leads have and um, work the buyer leads that the team leads give them. You are gonna pay more for those referrals. You're not gonna make as much on the bottom line, but it's a great way to get to know the business. Plus, you get the benefit of having the entire team's knowledge at your disposal, which is a really great way to learn. The team doesn't necessarily work for everybody as they get their own business, but that is a completely individual choice. The Tampa Bay real estate market is really interesting because there are so many different places that you can sell. Pinellas County, you can sell on the beaches, which is really fun. Or in Hillsborough County, it's in a massive county. You have to know a lot of different areas to really be able to sell Hillsborough County. You can also go down to Sarasota if you want, or up into Pasco County, which I do all the time. So the Tampa Bay market is, is really interesting from that aspect, but it's also changing a lot and we're getting a lot more um, city living. So now the focus is shifting to people wanting to live in more urban areas. So now we're seeing, you know, high rises starting to go up in downtown Tampa, um, which will be up in the next couple years, high rises on Bayshore. Those are all very high end properties, but we're getting a lot of people interested in that type of living. So it's constantly changing. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.